a bunch of marae kids are playing at the back of the Pohatsupoto marae on the banks of the Tiakiroa River. The marae has a unique feature of sorts. There are dozens of creepy headstone-like statues made from white marble that the kids have been playing on for years. There have been rumours over the years that someone saw a statue come to life. Just rumours though. One of those marae kids is Tami. He's a stylish, fashion-conscious seven-year-old Māori boy who loves to dress up. He has a sharp eye for detail and consequently has noticed something different about the statues. They moved. The statues, they moved. What? Those statues? Yes, they moved, I swear. Really? Abso-friggin-lutely. Oi, I'm telling on you. Go tell then, you tell-tell tips. But I'm telling you, as God is my witness, it moved. Tommy is adamant that the statues have moved. The eyes on a couple of the statues are facing a different way. The little differences are so subtle that no one else would have picked them up, especially six and seven-year-olds. Tame's cousin Paki, who is a year older, adds his five cents worth. Liar, liar, on fire. I'm not lying. See? See what? I can't see nothing. Look at the eyes on that statue. Yep, there's two of them. They're facing the other way. You mean like this? Paki mockingly moves his eyes from side to side. Or like this. He moves his eyes up and down. You ignoramus. Okay, don't get upset. Let's do this properly. Let's all put our dog detective hats on, like my favourite dog detective in the whole world. Who? Scooby-Doo and his gang. You know, Monsters, Inc. It's Mystery, Inc. Not... Hang on, you're right. Monsters, Inc. suits you. Come on, guys. Bucky lies down on his stomach, with his chin in his hands in front of the statues, waiting for something to happen. Being excellent copycats, all the other kids follow suit. See? No moving statues. Yeah, watching paint die would be more exciting. Yeah, this is boring as fudge. I hate to tell you this, Tommy, but these white guys aren't moving. Well, they're not moving right now. So which is it? Hori, Tommy's first cousin, is five, and he jumps in to defend his buddy. Just because you all need glasses and you're all blonde, it's not our fault. It's blind, dummy. Whatever. If all you blonde folk could go play somewhere else, that would be greatly appreciated. Oh, well, seeing as we're all blonde, we'll say farewell in sign language then, won't we? The kids give a variety of farewells. The middle finger, <laughs> the pitore with the eye, and the oldie baragudi. A slap on the ass. They move to the front of the marae. Oh, don't worry about those idiots. They're just jealous. Tame! Mehari tato! Gotta go, Hori. All right, please. 
as Tommy leaves. He looks around at the statues. There are two statues that are looking straight at him. They weren't looking in his direction before. Tommy quickens his pace. It's been years since Tommy has been back at his marae. Ten to be exact. He was 16 when he was last there. The last time was for his nana's tangi. She was a wonderful nana, and ever since he can remember, she would always hold her arms wide open whenever she saw him, give him that heart-melting smile, and he would always run and jump into her arms. But now, he's back for his Uncle Jim's tangi, his mother's half-brother. He was cruel and unkind. He had a stick, and he would hold it up over his head to threaten all the kids. It scared the living daylights out of everyone. His son is Pucky, the cousin that gave him a hard time when they were kids. He remembers getting teased about the statues. It got so bad that Tame had decided one day to never come back to the marae so he didn't have to look at the statues again as they only got him into trouble. Tame was all good with not seeing the marae again. However, his mother sent him a very clear text. Komatea, Uncle Jim. Pohaturua marae. Get your ass in the kitchen. Love, Mum. When Tame gets to the marae, it's as if he never left. It's been a while, but everyone knows the drill. Men on meat, women on tables, kids on dishes. Kids means if you're not on meat or tables, grab a tea towel. Tame's cousin and BFF Hori comes into the kitchen. Kaz! Kiss! Still stylish, I see. Liking the eyelashes, brother. And how long's it been? Too long. Tommy was still in the cupboard, choosing between his pants and his dress. We gotta hit the town tonight. Before they can go any further, Pucky comes into the kitchen. He's more reserved than they remember. He was a bit of a bully when they were kids, but the death of his dad is obviously weighing on him. Hey. He gives an eyebrow wave to his cousins and then heads back outside. After Pucky is gone, Ori quietly says, You know, I almost feel sorry for the prick. Come. Gave a smoke. Oh, nah, Kaz. I gave up. Well, fine. Come watch me then. They head out the back. Tommy shudders when he sees the statues. He had forgotten about them. They'd all been moved down to the bottom of the bank, near the river, probably because the kids had broken some of them. Some of the angels were missing an arm. There were a pair of little baby angels. The ones with the chubby cheeks. There were two soldiers, one with no head. There were also two dogs, a creepy looking guy with a top hat and no arms or legs, and the most unsettling of them all, the Grim Reaper, complete with a scythe. Audie sees that Tommy is having issues. Oh shit, that's right, sorry, cuz. Oh, I forgot. No, uh, it's okay, uh, I'm past it. 
I'm not afraid of you anymore. Yeah, that's the one shouted out, guess. Do you hear me? You don't own me. I own me. Hey, you two, shut up. There's a rope coming on the line. Sorry, Auntie. Come on, Tommy. This is time. Later in the day, Tommy and Hori are taking the rubbish to the big bins out the back. And Tommy notices something strange. Hey, Hori. Look at the statues. What do you see? What if I say nothing? They're closer. The statues have come closer. Can't you see that? What if I say no? Hori? Yes. I suppose so. Oh, look, all this observation is making me thirsty. Come on, let's go get a drink in town. I know a place. It's 1am when Tame and Hori get back to the marae. Tomorrow is the nehu and they need to be on to it. As they head to the little whare to crash, Tame hears some crunching sounds coming from the back of the marae. Hori, do you hear that? What if I say no? Please don't do that again. Sorry, I'm tired. It's probably cats. They always go after the rubbish. Hori, you go inside. I just want to check something. Tommy follows the sound. He looks down at the bottom of the bank where the statues are. The statues are gone. Every one of them. Oh, stop this. He turns to go back to the whare. And there they are. All the statues blocking his escape. How did they get behind him so fast? The statues seem to move in the darkness. Tame scrambles for his phone and pushes the flashlight. The statues freeze in the light. One of the angels opens its arms and tries to grab Tame. Tame holds the phone up. Using the light, he manages to evade the statue's grip. The light seems to immobilize the statues. Tame gets past the statues and back to Hori, who's fast asleep. Proof, finally. Hori, come on. Hoi, you must see this. Oh, what if I said? Tame shakes him. Okay, okay, jeez, I'm there already. When they get outside, the statues are not there. Hori raises his phone and shines his light at the statues, which are all back at the bottom of the bank. Good night, Cass. Hori heads back inside. Tame knows what he saw and heads back to bed. In the morning, after breakfast, Tame decides to have a look at the statues in the light of day. He goes down to the statues. Look, stone people. Do you, do you mind if I call you stone people? I know what I saw. I know what you are. You may fool the others, but not me. Hori pokes his head out the back door of the kitchen. As Tommy heads back up, he hears a rustling sound behind him. 
He turns quickly. The statues have all changed position. Especially the Grim Reaper statue, who has lifted the scythe over his head as if poised to strike. One of the angels has her arms open and looks like she's trying to grab Tami. Tami runs off to the kitchen. After the hakari and cleanup, the whanau stay on for a bit of hakari after the hakari action. There are drinks and kai and guitars that play well into the night. It's late, and after more than a few drinks, Tommy heads outside with a cup of tea. He almost forgot about the statues. It's dark, and there's only a lone light just outside the back door. Everything outside is a silhouette. Between the outside light and the moonlight, it's clear enough for Tommy to see that the statues have moved again and are nowhere in sight. Ori comes out. Hey, 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 cuz. Everyone's just about ready to play some yuka. Let's get our secret signs, Saste. Let's go with the same signs when we were kids. Hand over heart for hearts, put the nose for diamonds. Bucky comes outside. He's had one too many. Yeah. What are you doing? You planning on doing a little bit of cheating? It's only cheating if you get caught. So does that mean you're gonna lie too? I remember you were quite good at that, eh? Little Miss Liar, Liar, Taroichi on fire. What? Are we five years old again? And I wasn't lying. Those statues down there, you thought they were alive. Damn, <laughs> what an idiot. Bucky is so focused on tuning Tommy out that he hasn't noticed that the statues are not where they're supposed to be and are instead slowly shuffling into the shadows behind him. Tommy and Hori are doing the frozen possum in their headlights thing. Uh, um, Bucky, uh, you, you might want to, I might want to what? Hmm? Oh, let me guess. All the statues are moving. Um, what if I said yes? And they're all standing behind me, right? Uh, again. Paki shines his torch on his phone down the bank to see that there's nothing near. Wow. Okay, okay. Oh, you fellas move the statues. Oh, the statues have definitely moved, all right? Ori and Tommy both gesture behind Pucky. Pucky turns around and sees that there are multiple shadows behind him. He grabs his phone and shines his torchlight to see that the statues are right up in his face. To be continued. Pucky Kehua. He mea tuku nā te wānanga o Aotearoa a nā te māngai pāho i tautoko. Pakikehua, brought to you by te wānanga o Aotearoa with funding from te māngai pāho. <laughs>